So I have I have an interaction, and it is someone looking at someone else very seriously, and they say to that person, "Repeat it back to me. What do we never buy at an antique store?" And the person just responds, "Food." Welcome to the Creative Community Podcast, presented by Destination Arate. I'm David, and I'm Mark. And as brothers, we grew up telling stories together for over 15 years. And as adults, we want to continue telling stories together and invite you into our Brothers Brain Trust. We started this podcast to tell the beginning of our story, the stories that influenced us as we were getting started, and to continue writing that story together. And the way we do that is by building a community of people who come together to find creative solutions to telling inspirational stories. Yeah, and we do that through this podcast and in um, interviews with other creative people and also through fun story episodes. And this is one of those fun story episodes. Today, we will be playing one of our favorite games, Half-Baked Stories. And for people who may not know, Half-Baked Stories works like this. We usually invite a guest on, or sometimes David and I just do it, but each of us brings a half-baked idea, an idea that's not fully formed. It's just maybe a kernel. It could be, you know, something that's a big idea, small idea, but it has to do with story. And so we bring that idea to the table. And what we do is we present it to the group. And then we try to figure out, is this the beginning of an idea, the middle of an idea, or the end of an idea in terms of the story? And then we try to come up, we fill in the missing pieces, and we try to come up with a name for it at the end. We're joined today by one of our friends, Ryan Klein. He was so gracious to come on the podcast back when we first started doing interviews. Like, seriously, we said, all right, we're serious about this, 20 and 2020. Ryan happened to be, Mark, driving through my neighborhood, stopped in. I mean, he was coming to my house to spend the night, but I made it sound like he was just like pit stop for a recording. But uh, helped me test out some podcasting equipment um, that I was still trying to figure out and use and I've gotten better at. And uh, so we invited him back on to tell stories because he's really good at it. Um, he's got tons of great ideas. And so I'm really excited for people to hear this episode with Ryan Klein. So without further ado, let's kick it over to Ryan with our first half-baked story idea. Ryan Klein has joined us. Um, he is the man that I know that has more story ideas than I do. And that is, uh, and, and Mark obviously always has more story ideas than I do. But I think that Ryan is the one person I've met that is always just like, well, what if uh, this happened? And I'm always like, I just want to talk to you all day. So well, I think um, it's more of a background on like, yes, ending. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a good yes, ander uh, in like improvisation and stuff. You know, it's just mostly building off of what everybody makes. So this will be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's there's a rich <clears throat> tradition of yes, anders. I think those are they originated uh, in the north and then migrated south um, as they uh, searched for warmer weather and ended up in Florida. So um, that's the brief geographical history of the yes anders um i, I think we've like just that. found our first half big story <laughs> idea all right, good night everybody <laughs> all right ryan you're gonna kick us off here with one of your story ideas okay. that you've brought to the table tonight so please i will stop yes anding and just let you take it away wonderful so uh well thanks for having me on again i don't think i acknowledged that aspect of this conversation yet but uh it's a pleasure to be back uh so much has changed but anyway <laughs> Uh, to my, my half-baked story. This is technically based on a dream I had, which I feel like is where most wild stories come from at some points. Um, so in this, in this story that I kind of put up together, it was uh, the military, okay? We know it. Uh, the military has created two of the first 
fully humanoid robots and they train daily to be combat ready and to carry out covert operations. You know, they're meant to be like the mercenaries and stuff because they're stronger, faster, more agile because they're robots and stuff. And they train every single day under harsh conditions and everything. And one day during an absolutely normal training exercise, something goes wrong with one of the mechanics or a thing. And one of the robots takes a direct hit, you know, just absolute malfunction takes a direct hit. And the other robot goes over to it and the face mask of this one robot goes up and it's a humanoid uh, guy's face. And there's a substance running down it. And then the mask goes up of the other one and it's a humanoid woman's face. And they look at the thing and they're like, what's on your face? He feels it and it's blood. And they're like, what is this? And like, I don't know. And so they find out that they actually aren't humanoid robots. They are straight up cyborgs and they never knew. And so they go to the uh, director of the, I don't know, a division or whatever this is. And they're like, uh, so- This is we cut right operation. Learned... Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, the director of whatever this operation is. And they're like, hey, so we just found this out. Uh, what's up? We need some explanations here. We thought we were just AIs and whatnot this whole time, but what's the, we, now we are you know, part human and part robot, what's going on? And the director tells them that they weren't supposed to find out until they were ready or maybe just never that they actually were once people who got in terrible accidents and were uh, instead of, and, and they, were, they were like mortally wounded, but they were taken and they were converted into these robots to be used by the military. Um, why I haven't come up with that part yet, but the part where this is where the kicker, this is actually the part that was really in the dream that I had that made me kind of put this together. They are like, well, we have families. We must've had families. They have to know we're alive when they know that we're okay. And the director looks at them and says, they won't be, they aren't looking for you because they don't know you're alive because they thought that they were dead because they this is, got- So they were in the type of accident where you could lose your memory. No, yeah, or like, you know, in the process of becoming half robot, half person, they maybe like suppress the memory and stuff. But then they start like, maybe maybe they can start remembering things or they just demand an explanation and need to know the full story. But it's Mark, like- Is this the beginning of a story or the end of a story or the middle of a story? I don't know, but the credits read directed by Paul Greengrass and Michael Bay <laughs> because it's Jason Bourne meets Transformers and I'm, on, I'm so all here, funny. I'm here. <laughs> Um, we'll see. Is it is it the beginning, middle, or an end? Um, it does really seem like the beginning of a story. It seems mm-hmm. like it's the beginning of something. You know, um, I can see the training montage. You know, I can see the lack of context, um, and then us finding out. But I mean, you could just you really could just show us that there's something different about them. Mm-hmm. And then have them bleed like you could, it yeah. could be the first two like minutes fighting alongside like regular fully human soldiers and stuff and then sending them out because they could do more and like, you know, they'll get meet halfway and then 
send the you know the robots forward to like you know secure the target or whatever i was even thinking that like the next step would be they decided to go and try and find their families anyway so they mm. it, so the born thing is actually a really good uh uh allusion to that because they would bust out and they would go to find their families but then they would realize how dependent they were on mm. the, where they lived because they learned things like they don't know that they have to have, like recharge their power cells and stuff every day or whatever. They don't know how to nourish themselves and they have to like hide the fact that they're like a human head, but a robot body, you know, and <sighs> things like that. That's, yeah. This actually then becomes like a super fun road trip movie where like yeah. they're at, you know, like they go to the like, you know, electric car charging station and they're uh -huh. like one of yeah. them's like, you know, leaning up against <laughs> something while they're like plugged into their back, you know, and they're, yeah, yeah, they're getting yeah. juiced, like, like plugged right into their chest. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. They're, and then they're, like, somebody walks by like a baby and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly normal day. Yeah. And what it feels they would like. try, yeah, they would try real food, you know, like they mm -hmm. would, they would see if they could digest it. It would like, yeah. I could see one of them eating like a Snickers and it just gumming up the inside, yeah. like really wreaking havoc. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he thinks he has heart. Or it could be, they might still have like a, 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 a combination of like right. human organs and robot organs. So there has that moment of them trying like a burger or something and having like uh, an ethereal moment or something after tasting yeah. it, after just having electricity for so long yeah because it would it would be a trial and error of like what they could have versus what they mm -hmm. what they could have so they would need i don't know it would be funny if like they had a <laughs> like they made friends with a mechanic and a uh -huh. chef you know and so like yeah. the, the, they're like helping them figure out or, which parts you know, are the yeah yeah or like a mechanic or like an it guy slash yeah. like a technician who also like is just a cook for fun you know yes yeah yeah or it's like a yeah one of its high side hustles and they befriend him or something that would be hilarious they can have powdered versions of foods but they can't add water yeah oh, yeah that's yeah them, so that's like actually not bad yeah they're they're like powdered milk they're like this stuff is great and people are just yeah. like walking by them in the grocery store like you're supposed to add water and they're like yeah, they're, they're yeah, eating they're, they're eating the mix like brownie mix just like yeah straight, yeah, you know? yeah that would be that is so funny because like the heat just, inside of them would just cook whatever the yeah the oh, mixture is I, i'm wanting to know like they thought that upgrading to ios 15.2 was bad wait mm -hmm. until their like operating system starts to you know, have errors and things. So then they're trying to find like some way to, that's why they need that IT guy to hack into mm -hmm. the mainframe to download the yeah. latest version. Cause then they realize that there's another one following them the way, you know, if we're going back to the Jason Bourne thing, there's somebody out mm -hmm. there following them and they're just a little bit advanced and, you know, they, they only get out of it because a human helps them or something like that. And so then they're yeah. like, Oh, we're, we're way behind this guy. If we're going to stay alive and find what we mm -hmm. need to, we've got to get some sort of update going. Yeah, the part I never really dive too deep into, obviously, because this is half-baked, but, like, is do they actually go and find their parents and their families and stuff? Do they, do they, are they still around? Mm -hmm. Did they, yeah. like, you know, do they find them? What, did they have no families to begin with? Was it all a lie, a cover-up, you know? Was this just a test all along to see how they would do on their own? Yeah. I don't know. No. I for some reason, I want like one of them. This is terrible. I'm a terrible person. I want one of them to find their family or like a sibling to find them. And they've been looking for them. 
and mm-hmm. in the and the other like the other one he like goes back and it's like Lotso where he there's just there's like a replacement and you know and oh, like he turns, there's like an evil and a good where like one because the family loved them they're like I'm good I'm great but the other one you know is rogue and that's, that's the a, government yeah. part of it they died and the government just stuck someone in their place and put a bandage around their head and said oh yeah, yeah. Put a, yeah the age old so, cure of any any uh, wound or head but whenever they get home head. there's a look-alike of them there because they were yeah yeah because yeah. be- yeah they have the government is watching people that they want mm-hmm. to be the next cyborgs and it's they like have Spartans. people training yep. they have people training to be their replacement as soon yeah. as that person goes down and mm-hmm. they've indoctrinated this person that they're going to be Sam Smith. As soon as Sam Smith gets in a wreck, like then you're yeah. now Sam Smith for the rest of your life. And like, and then like uh, they could, one of them could be just about to knock on the door, but then he hears a noise and looks in the crack of the curtains mm-hmm. and sees himself in there. And it's like, what? Or whatever. Yeah. And then maybe the other one uh, has a regular family that doesn't have a replacement for him because they just accepted that he died or whatever. And maybe in the end, they'll like choose to stick together because the uh, other one doesn't have a family or whatever. Or maybe right. the other guy's family will accept them both. Who knows? Right. That's the thing. I could see them kind of going. It could be like an adoption thing or yeah. it, it could also just be like a fun, like found family story, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where like they just kind of go through and it turns out like either they never had families or, you know, it's a, I'm, I'm trying to think how that would be a thing, but um if it is the whole government idea of like, it's a test, you know, where they're like, there is no record. This was a test to see how, how you guys would respond to the training. Yeah. You know, we didn't expect you to like, you know, run all over, you know, mm-hmm. Northwest Illinois, just like, you know, wreaking <laughs> havoc and burning gas yeah. stations, but, burning everything down. But, yeah. Nice. All right. I like it. I think we've gotten it. I think we fleshed out, like, this is actually kind of like the first episode of a series in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's necessarily a movie. I don't, it could be a first book. It could be the first book mm-hmm. in a series. It could be. I contemplated making this into a graphic novel for a while. Mm-hmm. That was one thing I wanted to do. That's why I have so much like thought up of it already. Cause I was trying to flesh out a story years ago about it, but I never. I did. say keep contemplating it. Yeah. All right. What well, the last that. thing we do here on Half Baked Stories, we try to give uh, we try to give it a title. Oh, so it's obviously it has to be because like I guess is the tone of it going to be like quirky coming of age mixed with like cyber something? So it's going to have like a pun on a technical term. Mm-hmm. You it know. Is. Oh, let me think. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Hmm. In search of motherboard. No, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, that's actually pretty funny. Okay, that's oh, something. Man. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, hmm. let's think. Let's think. It's something 2.0 or or mm-hmm. like uh, it's not like it's not mirror image, but it's like right. um, fractured families. Uh, it's just in binary. Yeah, it's zero zero one one zero one zero one zero one. Right, coming to <laughs> theater near you. Yeah. I think it it could be called like Mission Intelligence instead of Mission Impossible or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do um, like uh, kind of lean to that spy oh, oh, aesthetic. Control Escape. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, or Command Escape or something like that. You know. Mm. 
control uh, it could command shift four right uh, it could be called <laughs> screenshot yeah <laughs> screenshot. oh that's actually pretty funny it could be called screenshot screenshot oh. yeah interesting i like screenshot uh, but i kind of like command uh whatever it was you said control uh whatever control it was escape. A second ago. yeah yeah it's like control like but escaping yeah. it but like whatever control escape right. would do to your computer don't press it now anyone listening because we don't yeah be held responsible for all right so i yeah. think I think working title control escape. Yeah, that's great. It just needs to be a working title. So yeah, we can working title. Put a Perfect. put a tiny bow on it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. All right. So this story, um, I uh I'm gonna tell it to you guys, and then at the end there's a, a surprise reveal in case unless you figure it out along the way. But um, uh -huh. um I'm not very smart, so we'll see <laughs> if that happens. There are in my mind, this is a very like this this idea hasn't even been near the oven. Like it's it's very cold. Um, but in my mind, there are um we always see like little white ghosts, right? Whenever we see ghosts. So I want different I want blue, orange, green. Think among us, but they're ghosts, and there's only like four or five of them. Because I always love Mark can attest to this. Whenever this I better not us, be a joke about Pac-Man, I swear. See, that's just it. I, I came up <laughs> with this story idea. And I had it almost fleshed out, and then I realized it was just Pac-Man. Yeah. Oh. I still want to go through this exercise because I want people to realize that even if you come up with a story that someone else has done, mm -hmm. finish your own story idea because you may be able to find a twist along the way or something that, yeah. that helps you. But and, and you know, there hasn't been any interesting twit takes on Pac-Man uh, story-wise before. I think this has a lot of potential. Well, I mean, there's Miss Pac-Man, but um, and then there's I remember from the from the dark ages of the internet back in 2011 when I was using Facebook religiously, that tells you how old I am. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing a picture of the little ghosts in Pac-Man running from a monster that was yeah. Pac-Man, but he had, he had lots of teeth drawn in, you know? Um, so, but what I want is just a little buddy like group movie or, or group, you know, uh, comic strip about mm -hmm. three or four little color, different colored ghosts, um, think we bear bears, but um, oh, with dude, ghosts, you know, yeah, great show. Yeah, but I just, I Mark can attest to this. Whenever I want to tell a story, I want there to be like 400 characters because I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, the more characters, the better. And Mark's like, but <laughs> if they're all I mean, flat, if, then they'll all fall down. <laughs> yeah, if you can balance them all decently well and have their stories all interconnected and on in a, like an honorable way, yeah, uh, you might create the greatest story ever. <laughs> but yeah. I'm thinking like, um, like Spooky University or or like yeah. uh, Ghoul You or you know or i mean the the more we dive into the ghost aspect we have to be careful not to make it ghostbusters right uh, but i want it to be from the go i want it to be about like i'm thinking like monsters university but there are little oh, ghosts sure. floating around and they're you know like or they're going to school or yeah. maybe maybe we just go to a completely different like um realm and the mm -hmm. ghosts are doing whatever ghosts do and um, yeah. I don't know. I, I really, like I said, this has not been near the oven. It's yeah. just four little one. It's a blue, it's a red, it's a yellow, it's a green little ghost. Yeah. Does Pac, um, does Pac-Man fit into this store narrative in any way? I mean, it would be fun if it was kind of like, you know how wicked is like the origin story of the witches yeah. from Wizard right. of Oz. It'd be great if it was like, but, but it, it would end so sad because they would be <laughs> trapped in this room only to be released mm -hmm. to like, try and like, I don't know, you know, I, because 
I guess they are the bad guys in Pac-Man unless he eats one of those little things and then they can get eaten. Yeah. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I, mm-hmm. that's why I'm not sure if it's, I don't know where it goes. Like I would almost rather it be kind of lighthearted and fun and they're just kind of like, you know, so, school central uni- college yeah. GCC or something like that. Yeah, GCC. If we're thinking about it from <laughs> that like, was not a joke about anybody else's college here. I, I promise. Yeah, if anybody, I didn't even think if about anybody it. has an association <laughs> of anything that fits those acronym letters, uh, we are sorry. I'm so a, sorry. I really did. Not these do it. not suit all the Grand Canyon college people. Yeah, are yeah. Just no, vastly upset. Like, how dare you? poke fun oh. in our canyon college but i is this the middle of a story is it the end of a story i don't i don't even know is it just the i think it is the i think it's the middle of the story because okay. when you alluded to monsters university it made me think of the scene where mike and sully accidentally go through the door to the real world into like that cabin in the woods mm-hmm. but not that cabin in the woods um and they're being like hunted down by like the actual like park rangers and stuff. And it's kind of like, oh man, for a second there. It made me think of that. Like what if in the middle, like the, the beginning of the, of the story is the four ghosts, whether they be ghosts or maybe like aliens or something who are in ghostly form or something like that. They are in a, an education where they're learning something like that. And the, uh, maybe they're on like a field trip or something to a local place. And they take like, you know, the, they have, you know how it is. You have the one who's like, ah, forget the rules. Let's go over the caution tape. You know, mm-hmm. it and could then be you a, have this... a summer internship story. They all yeah, got the same got this, internship. You, yeah. Or maybe they could be like camp and they're like on a dare or something. And then they come across like the Pac-Man or something. I don't <laughs> that know. It would be great if it was ghosts at camp instead yeah. of yeah, no. ghosts at camp telling ghosts people camp. stories. <laughs> yeah, they're telling people stories. That would be amazing. They're That'd around the so campfire funny. and you know, yeah. and they're all sitting there. And of course, there's like the big ghost who's like, you know, like you know, he yeah. has like tight shorts on for no reason, and he's like uh-huh. sitting there and he's like and then he's got like a flashlight under his mouth, you know, the person and, came, it's, just, and, he, and it's just like diffusing straight out of him. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just going straight through him, hitting the tree behind him. And, the, but the ghost, like maybe the old guy, he's like a very experienced ghost. And he's like, so he's like, I haunted a Victorian home for 30 years, you know? And then he's like, and there was this older woman who would always come up the stairs and scare me, you know? And then like, cause it's from their perspective, we're occupying like their, yeah. their homes, you know? And so yeah. they're just as scared as we are. There was this guy who would come up the stairs every night. But once we saw past each other in the hallway, he would give out this deathly scream that frightened me to my core. And yeah. then he'd fall down the stairs. I don't know why he would do such a thing. Have you ever felt really warm inside? Like a human went through you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like your stomach's turned inside out. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Makes you want to eat something. Uh, For some reason, if we're thinking about, like, the funny twist would be if it's, like, Pac-Man or whatever. Um, I It just made me think, like, the legend of the Pac-Man. And it was, like, a guy, a, you know, a dad on a family road trip being, like, we got to pack all the supplies. You know, he's, yeah. like, we got to pack all the camp gadgets and everything and, like, perpetually trying to put them like, all in the he's car. He's got the huge backpack yeah. with the fanny pack and everything. Clink, clink. Everything's he's, like a, and he's like a mountaineer or whatever. It's like a Pac-Man, the Pac-Man yeah. no, and stuff. He has squeaky like, shoes and his squeaky shoes go, wow, 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 Right. Wah, That's wah. genius. And he's and he's always, like, eating because he's got these granola bars. Yeah. But 
he keeps his kids keep like dropping crumbs, you know, and so he's uh-huh. constantly picking the crumbs up and sticking them in his big yeah. mouth. And, you know, right. you know, and then, that would actually work out really well if the goal was to not get run into by a human, because then that would like reveal that you were a ghost and right. or something like, mm-hmm. like, and and there are only certain times when you could get after the humans and, and trick them yeah. or something. Right. So it's and then like, a, then... yeah, I was just gonna say, it's like a live action remake or a live action version of the of Pac-Man, yeah. but the ghosts are at camp and there's a mm-hmm. man in the woods with his family who is like walking around with tons of stuff. It's the corn maze. The corn maze. The yeah, corn the corn maze. Oh, just, at, yeah. It's just a fall field trip and they're in the corn maze and that's how we get the little like. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it is in the mountains, he could just be a guy who's like a hiker, you know, like a mountain, like, like a trail, all the switchbacks could be the, all the yeah. trails. He wears a bright that. yellow coat so he doesn't get lost or, you know, right. get yeah. forgotten and, which is totally uh, hilariously ironic because it's like, you know, in the woods, it's Bigfoot. He's a big, hairy guy. But this one is a perfectly clothed person with all kinds of supplies walking around. Mm-hmm. And it's like he has large mantis like pinchers for hands. And it's like his walking sticks, like stabbing mm-hmm. the ground and stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. Do we have a name? Is it just before Pac-Man or? Pac-Man begins. No, sorry. <laughs> Pac-Man begins. I was trying to avoid that whenever I'm like, it's the Pac-Man, you know. Oh darn, we can do this. Um why is this the hardest part? Because it has to be ghost related, is the title. Because right. Pac-Man's just a part of it. And maybe they could be like, there's no such thing as the Pac-Man. And it is a made-up story. But they wander off into the wood, deep into the woods, you know, where the older ghost says the Pac-Man resides. You know, because there's always the scared one. There's the, the pompous one. There's the nerd. And then there's the, the girl, you know. And then <laughs> the, four, the four character types in these kind of movies, you know. And they all go out together. And then uh, they find just like, there see pac-man's not real and then it's like clang 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 and then he just comes out and he's like ah oh, this is a great spot to camp and everything and then they just see him dump his pack and all this stuff falls out and they freak out oh that's fantastic anyway the title that's where we were yeah ghost, I, ghost camping um i really wanted to have a really long name like movies used to have in the 90s like honey i shrunk the kids or mm-hmm. my big fat greek wedding like right i want it to be like you know <laughs> human stories to tell in the daytime yeah something like that. oh yeah. that's good yeah that's really good yeah, yeah that's what i'm thinking about it's perfect because like you could that. have you could have like multiples of those because you could right. have because i just th- i thought of a, a completely different version of this it's it's like Jumanji, but with ghosts, it's like the four people find something that turns them into ghosts and then turns them back. It's like a Stranger yeah. Things type mm-hmm. portal nice. experience. So, so yeah, I like that. Yeah. Human stories Working to tell. Working title, human stories to tell in the daytime. I love it. All right. It's an Perfect. idea. We'll put it back in the oven. We'll see what happens. Mark, give us your half-baked idea. Okay. Mine is, uh, I think it's just the flower. Um <laughs> It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's in the bowl um i thought you were like an here. actual like plant no 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 flower. this is a pretty fully formed idea here mark yeah have you've ever seen yeah, a flower. is it blooming yeah i think it's in everything the bees they're everywhere yeah 
So I have I have an interaction, and it is someone looking at someone else very seriously, and they say to that person, "Repeat it back to me. What do we never buy at an antique store?" And the person just responds, "Food." <laughs> that that that's the end of the story. <laughs> It's an that's ending. The, yeah, I think it is ending. an ending. Yeah, when okay. They sk- when they get out at the end, that's what they. After the whole shenanigans of whatever this story is about happens, they walk out and they're just like, <sighs> "Remember what we never buy in an antique store? The food." <laughs> yeah. And then they just keep going. See, I'm imagining that it wasn't. I'm sure that you could take this many ways. It could be spoiled food. It could be a container that's antique that had food in it. I'm imagining they bought something the owner was selling that mm-hmm. dripped onto something that then they tried to cover up that then mm. led them to falling into a wardrobe that then led them to this alternate dimension that then led to them fighting for their lives. And the whole time they're saying, we should have never bought that nacho tray. Okay. You know? But Ooh. Ryan has now struck. I'm sorry. That's just I just had this that that made made me think of something else. If there's like a a uh, you know how some like cake dishes or whatever will have like the glass cover for displays and everything. What if there's like a display dish with a glass cover and inside and it's clearly old. It's all clouded and muddied up and crooked and like cracked and junk. But inside is a perfectly preserved sandwich. Mm, it's a okay. perfectly preserved sandwich, and they're like. You know the old and scare the old uh, creepy antique man's like whatever you do don't touch the sandwich and all this stuff. He's like, eh, who cares about rules? I'm it's just a ten-year-old McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like age. those experiments. <laughs> but like he opens the thing and goes for the sandwich and it unleashes like a curse or something or like a Jumanji, you know, and the sandwich. Yeah, a sandwich, actual witch oh. comes out. You know, all the dust and, from on all of the antiques formulated oh into this. I would yeah. die in that situation. As an asthmatic, <laughs> I would perish. <laughs> the old man passes out. He is asthmatic. Oh, he's and the they... only one who knows how to put her back. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> they oh, have to man. find an antique. Uh, uh, they're searching so funny. <laughs> oh, they find fantastic. someone's suitcase that says paris on it they're like battling this sand yeah. thing that's trying to attack and them maybe it's maybe it's the type of antique store that has a whole wing of like random objects that hold have stuff in them and if you open them then like they might find something useful or find right. an old like warrior or something who knows how to put right there's an entire crew of pirates that comes charging through yeah who released us we serve you you know yeah 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 this is a it's like night in the museum but but very scaled down to the to the um to the antique store yeah yeah lightning has just struck my brain (laughs) yeah Yeah. very uh a lot more uh grounded right no i like this i like this idea a lot though yeah yeah no that's great it originally came from the the phrase was I had an idea for I wanted to make a TV show about people who all worked in an antique mall, and I wanted guest celebrities to be the people who owned the booths that rented uh-huh. space in it, and they would come in every once in a while, and it would be fun. It would have funny interactions with people. But the yeah. only 
I was like, this would be a funny TV show. But the only funny line I had from it was two characters looking at each other and saying, what do you never buy at an antique store? The food. So that's funny. I like that it has turned into this a lot. I specifically, yeah. I didn't want to say the other part of the idea because I was like, they're going to come up with something way better. I don't know. You could even make it like it, the, like the cold open or whatever of every episode. It's like you go to a, a, a celebrity booth and it's like something in there and you're like, oh, look, it's the, uh, it's the John Bernthal booth. It's like, oh, look, his antique uh, grandfather's muddy boots from World War I or something like that. I don't know. That's not funny at all. I don't know why but, I said that. <laughs> but you're close because uh, one of the episodes could be an MRE and they'd be like, of all the food we could buy at an MTC. That's store, true. This right. would be the one we could buy, right? And they'd uh-huh. be like, but we know the rule is. Like, yeah. He told us before he sold us the store. Don't like, I don't know. The MRE is what unleashes the person who can put the witch back in her place. Oh, there we go. Is it the back, one food witch back you could in her place? Buy. I mean, captured in the bowl right. thing i feel like that was some weird semantics no no now. we got it i got it okay I'm good in. just double checking yeah. <laughs> what's the name of this mark is does it have a name uh, um i don't know leftovers leftovers is good leftovers is good yeah or uh mm. it's like leftover it's like um leftover heirloom or or like it has to, it needs to have a play on food, but also the right. antique idea. Like, yeah, one man's trash. That's what, what a title I thought of. But, um, but the, another... the word antiquities just keeps <laughs> one man's in my trash brain. is another man's lunch. Yeah, one yeah, one man's oh, trash. Man. <laughs> we could just <laughs> call it another man's lunch. That's a good another, title. Man's, another man's lunch. lunch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. It really. The hard part is it's really only funny in context. We'd have to find, I, I still think leftovers is closer to letting people mm-hmm. know like what this is about, but. Oh man. Why is this the hardest part of this? Yeah. Just sitting here waiting for an apostrophe. I know the audience is loving this. Uh, just. Uh... Oh, we'll cut it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll oh. shorten this part. I'm like, the no, audience is going to love this silence. <laughs> <laughs> just turning their radio knobs up. Yeah. <laughs> we're, gi- we're giving them an opportunity. Yeah. Surely there must be saying something. <laughs> We're giving them an opportunity to come up with a name as well. Right. Yeah. If yeah. you if you have a name, say it now. <laughs> yeah, all together now, no matter where you are, what time of day, on the count of three, we all say the name we're thinking as loud as we can so we can hear it. <laughs> the old youth pastor evangelist. Yeah. Like, everybody um, tell me your name at the same time. And then they're like, that's so many names. But... Oh, all right. Man. Uh, let, let, let go back to that uh, another man's trash because that right another sorry, man's Mark, trash is another man's Mark lunch. took a drink and it made a very loud sound. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It wasn't bad. It was like and it just yeah. made me laugh very hard because yeah. I'm a um, child man. So I'm just gonna start throwing out words. Ready? Okay. So antiques, heirlooms, old yes. stuff, vintage, vintage. Um, inherited, vin- inherited. Um, uh attic um antique mall thrifting thrifting is good second hand um, second hand second hand sec- sorcery second hand sorcery second hand sandwich is another good second name. Hand sandwich. Oh, 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 oh that's, that's it right there so that's yeah. it right there second hand sandwich. sandwich that's perfect I yeah love second hand sandwich store nice oh, okay that's we got great. it right yeah working title second hand sandwich perfect i can nice. visualize it now it's definitely a web series, if not more. Yeah. 
All right, Ryan, bring us home here. You've got one more idea for us. We've we've kicked around three of them now. We've come up with titles. Yeah. Let's see. I can't even remember all the titles we got. Um, there was uh, wow, I already forgot the one we just said. Second Control, hand sandwich. Second hand sandwich. Control uh, escape. Control escape. And, and human uh, stories. Human stories to tell in the daytime. <laughs> all right, so bring us home here, number four. Here all right. Now this is my uh weird one uh that got uh, a very interesting response from my wife when I pitched it to her yesterday to make sure it was okay to actually talk about this. <laughs> it is another similar to I know this is it's going to be so disappointing when I say it probably. Um it's similar to that idea that Mark was saying where he just had that kind of uh repeating thing in his head of like a punchline or whatever except for this one and uh if any audience member who is listening or watching is uh, extremely bothered by uh, existential crises, uh, you might want to take a break because this is going to get a little heavy. <laughs> so I just had this story idea of a guy. It, this was like a short story in my head. Um, a guy is at a place, don't know what he's doing there or what kind of place it is, but he gets like hurt in a way that causes him to be paralyzed, that he just can't move. He can't move. But his mind is completely active still. But something about the place he's at, or whatever, causes some, or even like how he hurt himself, like he, and again, I'm so sorry, this is probably going to change everyone's perception of things I think of. But his body ages and decays, but his mind remains intact. And he's just there and observes and can't do anything. And it's like an inner dialogue the entire time. Like maybe thinking about his life, thinking of reflecting on his existence or whatever, until eventually he's literally just a skeleton that has an active brain inside of his skull still. And that's all I got. Is he on display somewhere? Is he a traveling exhibit? The way I see it is he's kind of just like in a place where like no one may find him. It's very unlikely anyone will find him there. Like he fell, had a a wall or he like had a a fall or something or stuck in like the jungle or whatever, or in, you know, in an old like ruin or something. And is he, is he observing things like, like other people or is he just observing nature or buildings? Yeah, it could be that. Like it could start with him like processing his situation and then it could be him like accepting his situation and then just like, observing the changes of the world around him, right. remarking to animal friends who like come and visit him all the time or something or whatever. I yeah. don't know. But yeah. Is it would be fun for him to be sorry, it's not fun. But <laughs> if he was if he was trapped in somewhere like in a in a in a wall or like an elevator mm-hmm. shaft of like an airport or something, and he mm-hmm. could watch lots of people yeah that would be really interesting because you would see repeat it'd kind of be like um there's like air, stuck in airport movies but like yeah, you would yeah. see repeat people come through mm-hmm. you would he would watch people grow up people come in yeah. and out or it could be like he could be trapped in like the wall of an apartment where he's watching just one family just right you know grow up and, and yeah so. that would be an interesting spin on the fact that like while they all age and change he mm-hmm. has gotten to a point where he remains the same right um so it's kind of, it's kind of reminiscent of this one movie called Ghost Story, uh, where Casey Affleck and has a wife and they live in a house and then he gets in a car accident and dies. Uh, I I know this episode's coming out around Christmas, so pardon the uh, morbidity. Um, 
but he is a ghost for the rest of the movie. He's literally a guy in a, a sheet with like holes. And he just is in the house for the rest of the movie as the house changes and new people move in and time progresses and stuff. It's a very interesting movie. Highly recommend. But it's something similar to that where he like has no choice but to just be in the same spot and observe. Mm, okay. So I want to go back to, I, I know I'm, I'm selfish, but he is, this person is like a pharaoh and mm-hmm. he's on top of the world. And so he goes out and does thing, uh, something that only a god could do and gets paralyzed. And yeah. then they assume that he is going to die. So they just prop him up in the palace and he just observes as this kingdom that he built completely forgets about him. Mm. So then he's brought mm. completely to his lowest. He gets put into a tomb. He just is stuck with his thoughts for thousands of years. Yeah. He gets pulled out of the tomb and then displayed all over the world, thinks he's gotten back to the top, but then there's an interaction or something in front of him that helps him realize that he's once again, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up, you know, at the Cairo museum of, of, you know, ancient, whatever. Um, Kings from Egypt. Yeah. Is, yeah. Probably. I, I like this a lot. This is much more mm-hmm. existential. It's much yeah. more uh, very cool. What would be for this character, the, like the resolution to all right. of this would yeah. he would he need to be put out like to to be dead you would to be have gone? To sh- <laughs> you'd have to somehow show that the museum was built where he first like broke his neck or something mm-hmm. and so now he's on display there forever as this like he's actually filling a purpose now because people are being educated about something like they exhume his body and study like the spine. I don't know, uh-huh. you know, like yeah. Oh, interesting. Like they'd ha- there'd have to be something that's like where he tries this thing and gets paralyzed and gets put on display, then goes through thousands of years of change and he's back there in this museum mm-hmm. or something. Does he have any way to communicate? Ryan, that's the thing that the I'm. People? Yeah. No. So how? So how? Without communication, does he affect? the story or is like that that's why i kind of had him mm-hmm. observe because then the stories yeah. are just the people and we're watching through his eyes See, gaining yeah. gaining his knowledge but yeah you guys definitely took a lot uh more dare i say hopeful of an of, an, of a direction with this story because okay. mine was literally just like pure accident pure accident this happens to him no logical explanation and he's just there so and his body just decays as time progresses and he just his mind is forever uh, aware and so, then he just remarks about his existence and then just the story ends. keep that because it'd yeah. be hilarious if he's remarking out loud and the viewer can hear him but the people in this in the same room as him can't mm-hmm. because yeah. like the grave robbers are like what's this and he's like it's my chamber pot leave it and they're like well we'll just yeah. take it you know yeah. like it, it and so, and then like the little boy's like is this guy important he's like i'm the king of egypt and she's like no he's just a dead person you know mm-hmm. and he's like but but i was important like you know and like then a I dog comes by and like takes his femur or something yeah yeah <laughs> but the story could be about how there are people in your life who only you can listen to and so you as the viewer are actually listening to this man who has no other person to talk to and it's your job to go tell his story that could be a, a, an honestly <laughs> genuine way to end. You yeah. know, it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, he'll, there's no way that it could get written down. Mark, you good? Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, like, see, I knew this story was a risk. <laughs> oh, man. 
but uh what's yeah. the name of it um all right so we've got skeleton puns we can make uh mindfulness puns we can make i just wanted to be called big brain time <laughs> big brain time <laughs> oh man observing time observe yeah. uh me and me and my thoughts mm-hmm. intrusive thoughts we can't do like requiem for a dream that's a thing that exists <laughs> right it would be some sort of greek phrase or something yeah, like yeah. opus opus of magnesium or something right <laughs> opus of magnesium precisely or if we are going the more fun route of uh him being taken and be like stop touching me and all my stuff or whatever <clears throat> we could definitely pick a you know yeah you know his classic catchphrase hey, stop touching me and all of my stuff but, <laughs> i want you to voice him <laughs> yeah you have to play the you have to we'll get someone like paul to be the actual like body character but you have yeah, to be perfect. the voice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no i think uh what if it was Okay, so that's the lighthearted route, but I want to come back yeah. and be like a little more serious. Like, what if it's something like, um, e- uh, like an eternity of existence or something like, yeah, that? like, uh, or just thing... existence, yeah, or like if it was an M Night Shyamalan movie, it would just literally be called Exist, or yeah. or like Remain or something like. Oh, that. remains, remains. Yeah, yeah or um, non-existent or um or unheard you know yeah. or like or, existing remains or something hmm. the brain remains no one's listening <laughs> no, oh, one's no one's listening, listening. that that, go, that that hits pretty hard yeah oh i like that though because that's perfect it's like a student film like ryan gets up there with his turtleneck yeah. and his glasses and afterwards right, and he's my, like, my scarf yeah. he's like did anyone like it i bet you didn't even listen you didn't even and then he get just it. like sulks on. <laughs> you didn't even get it. Yeah, it's like too. It's too big for yeah. even you to understand. Based on a true story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this one time, I was sitting in my room. I just really it was want like the... my roommate didn't even know I was there. I just really want it to be actually a movie about this dude airing it in a theater you know yeah and then it's like a film festival he like gets up to talk about it afterwards and the lights in the theater come up and no one's there no one came to see it and he's just like fantastic (laughs) no and then it fades out and it cuts back and it's actually the skeleton just do imagining himself doing it like that'd be hilarious he's there alone (laughs) in the theater someone comes in turns the projector off and he goes stop touching me and all of my stuff yeah, and then it's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. roll credits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, well, I'm that... happy this went the direction it did. I was very <laughs> worried it would like really bring the mood down a little bit, but yeah. Oh, come on. That's what we're here for. Nice. Pull Perfect. you out of your pit. <laughs> yeah, my pit of despair. Keep you from being trapped sometimes. inside your own no. brain. That's true, like the skeleton. Yep, yeah. like the skeleton. Yeah. Wow. I, I enjoyed this so much. Ryan, yeah, this uh, is a lot of fun. Before we cut the recording off, tell people where they can find more of you and your half baked ideas. Um, well, I will not disclose my home address uh, for legal purposes. Um, however, uh, the best place people can find me is on Instagram at, 
let me make sure I actually say my username correctly. Uh, Ryan Kleinikus, and that's with one S at the end. Thank you so much to Ryan for coming on the podcast to do Half-Baked Stories with us. That was so much fun. I think I'm about to lose my voice. I laughed so hard. I cried. It, all the emotions in, in that episode. So it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Ryan. Um, if you want to follow him on Instagram, you can do that at Ryan Kleinikus with one S, and that is where you can follow him. And if you uh, bump into him, tell him the Creative Community Podcast sent you. Yeah, follow us uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Amazon, YouTube. We post full episodes on YouTube for free. And a lot of times that means that the artists that we interview share some of their art and you get to actually see them talking about it. Um, So I recommend you checking that out if you like kind of the visual side of things. So we are Destination Arite on there, or you can search the Creative Community Podcast and you can subscribe so that whenever we release a new episode, whether it's an interview or a story exercise like this one, you're in the know. Yeah. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Destination Arete, A-R-E-T-E. And that is how you can stay in touch with us to get uh, you know, notifications about new episodes that are coming out, who the artists are that we're talking to and creative people like that, or whether it's a fun story episode. So that'll help you there. We also just uh, post updates about you know where we're going with the brand, what we're doing. And if you want to be the first to know about those things, you can subscribe to our newsletter by sending an email to destinationarate at gmail.com. That is a really fun resource because you get like the full roster of episodes that will be coming out in the future. We let those people know in the newsletter before anyone else. So you can peruse those, figure out who you want to listen to. So you can earmark that, maybe go look them up ahead of time, give them follows on social and stuff so they, they can be in your feed ahead of time before the episode even comes out. So we'll be back in two weeks with either another story episode or another interview. We'll see you then.